Welcome to another episode of Rubric. I'm Chris McCaleb. I'm Criterion Not Joey. Criterion Not, huh? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, we have a tie. We have a name for the show now. That's exciting, right? And we sort of have a format. Uh, I'm uh, apparently hosting this episode, <laughs> and um, because, uh, well, you know, first of all, welcome back. Thanks for having me. No, I'm not welcoming you oh, back. Okay. I'm welcoming the audience back. This is I can't welcome you to your studio. Well, I, I think could, I we should spend the first couple minutes trying to uh, quickly describe what the show is. I think you're right. This is a uh, this is not like this is this ain't Joe Daddy's movie review show. Um, we looked around at the podcast landscape and we thought there needs to be another movie review show. Mm-hmm. There aren't uh, enough. There aren't. I mean, can you even find one? Uh, but this one is a a little bit different. What happens is we have a, a theme, a topic, uh, and um, one of set by one of us, and then the other person submits a movie, and uh, the, based on the topic, and the person who created the topic then grades that movie based on a secret rubric of uh, 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 principles of. Criterion? Criteria. Criteria. Criterions. That's good. That's, I mean, that's, that's, I think we're, we'll, we're working it out here. We'll slowly get there. And when we can tell somebody what the show is without them glazing over and not understanding, I think we'll have gotten there. But I think every time we get closer. Uh, welcome back to the rubric. We're uh, grading the movies one topic at a time. <laughs> that's that's not bad. <laughs> Trade and grade, as you would say. Trade and grade. Yeah, we're trading films. We're grading them. It's a trade and grade. He trades the grade. I grade the, trade the, give the film. That's right. And this is episode two. And aren't we having a great time? Mm. I hope you are too at home. Mm. Uh, the topic this week, as submitted by me, was adaptations. And that's um, adaptations of something that you really love. And this is a, a movie that uh, was adapted uh, from that. I, that's the same thing twice. I wouldn't worry about it. And um, and, uh, and it's it's a movie that maybe you love it, maybe you hate it, maybe you love to hate it. But, but it's rad. Yeah, it's rad. And uh, it's a adaptation. And so, uh, Joey, what uh, movie did you submit for adaptations? For adaptations, I picked one of my all-time childhood favorites, Mortal Kombat. The original Mortal Not Kombat. Annihilation. No, yeah. Not Legacy. Not Shaolin Warriors. Not the web series. That's Legacy. That's Legacy. Not those. We're talking 1990-somethings. Mortal Kombat. I love that uh, some that's of that's the throaty back end, by the way. Or, You're welcome, mom. <laughs> I love that some people didn't realize that that song had nothing to do with the video game. <laughs> that's the throaty back end. <laughs> that's, that's the throat, that's yeah. the reference. If that's even in the podcast, it will or be. Or maybe it's just a reference to nothing. Yeah. How unfortunate. <laughs> um. So 
yeah, that that song, which appears in this movie three times. Really? Yeah. I didn't count it. it I just it's, remember it's the first thing you hear. Yeah, over black. Yeah. Before even the studio card, it's but, just like, they're like, this is the only reason people came to see this movie. <laughs> this this movie, that movie, by the that song was on radio. It was it was a hit. But how pumped are you immediately? Incre- it's incredible. Well, the first thing you hear is some dude on a mountain yelling the name of the movie. Just echoing through the valley. You're just like, fuck, yeah. Test your mic. Test your mic. Test your mic. Yeah, I wrote, they are not fucking around here. (laughs) That song started over black before the studio card, and it's easy to overlook that this song has nothing to do with the game. It's not related (laughs) to the game. I mean, there are sound clips. Sound effects from the game of the characters getting punched, where it's like, yeah, those are from the game. But other than that, and they just say the names of the characters in the game, that's it. (laughs) Now, when you say they say the names of the characters, you mean anytime they introduce anybody, they speak to them or identify them by name. Yes, yes. Immediately. Or <gasps> his soul is mine. It's yeah. So I, I, I now I don't exactly. We're still figuring out this format. Mm. I don't know at what point I grade it on the rubric, or if I, if, or if or if we go because it's it's a little different than the last one because I only have eight criteria okay. that I could come up with. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so, but it's sort of something that you said right away. One of one of the criteria that I had for rat. This is a criteria for rat for rat adaptation, not for Mortal Kombat. Let's see if Mortal Kombat. No, fits. for for rat adaptations. Yes, yes. Um, was was at least one of your favorite lines or catchphrases from the source material used in the movie. <laughs> And this movie takes great pains to work those in. Finish him. Finish him. And, uh, uh, or uh, your soul is mine. I don't even, I don't think that's that in not, the game. Boy, they really tried to make that a thing. But in the newest one, I'm pretty sure the guy that played Shang Tsung, who they got is the body model for Shang Tsung in the newest game, now says your soul is mine. Life is very meta. It's the Ouroboros of Mortal Kombat. Um, but there's a, at one point I wrote it down. When was it? Who, I forget who said it. What's the line? I'll tell you who said it. Is Raiden. Somebody looked at the... Oh, it was it was Liu Kang. Liu Kang looked at the camera and goes, flawless victory. I mean, that was insane. <laughs> that's was, after I he killed... way ahead. That's after he kills... Uh, 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 is it... Shang Tsung. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway... So yes, they they definitely got some of those in, and then have gotten. Oh, they some, definitely did. It, some, it gets points for that for sure. They got some in there so hard you don't know that they aren't from the source material, and then have since been retconned into the source material. That's right. That's how great this adaptation of this game is. I mean, this rad adaptation. This rad adaptation. Um, now it's funny when I when I came up with the character and the the criteria, I didn't imagine a video game adaptation. So you, it was it was even interesting. giving me the assignment. I guess not. You're right because you you don't you don't have books. No, no, that's not true. This room is full of books. It's actually this room is mostly full of board games. But and but those books over there are all RPG books, like D and D and shit. Fair enough. <laughs> um, so this movie right away, so many Dutch angles. Like the first ten shots in the movie, it feels like something. There's been an event. But didn't you something feel uncomfortable? Happened. Didn't it make you feel like disheveled? 
disheveled and like is ugh. that what's supposed to happen with dutch angles is yeah that, man you're supposed is to that be why like, they're called dutch is because the dutch are always walking around feeling like, oh i feel so disheveled <laughs> is that a good dutch accent I, uh-huh um also so after Patty that wampus after that first scene where um uh what's his name Sh- uh shang sung i call him shao Kahn. that's not him uh, Shang Tsung uh, killed Liu Kang's brother, who is not a character. Yeah. So when they're so they're trying to set up, uh, you know, some kind of stakes, some mm-hmm. kind of or some kind of reason for Liu Kang to get involved. Uh, Liu Kang wakes up and has the least personal or sympathetic telegram that has ever been sent. Brother dead. Return <laughs> home. I mean, Look, that's rough. You're not here for the for that stuff you're here like let's get them to the tournament as quick as possible right so so and then then we're introduced to Jax and Sonya Blade barely introduced to Jax (laughs) right but he's there yeah who are looking for Kano and then there's uh fake Steven Spielberg directing Johnny Cage in a movie and Johnny Cage is a piece of shit so right away one of my other the first criteria that I had uh come up with was are all your favorite characters represented? Ooh, I don't think they are. Because it's tough to say this movie has some characters from 2, but not right. Mortal Kombat the game 2. Well, Mortal Kombat 2, in my memory, was a much more popular game than the first one yeah. in the arcade. Yeah. And, and, and they because they took the graphics to a whole new level where some of it was almost like photorealistic, well, the, which at the time was way, way advanced. Even even in the first one, I think it just didn't look as good. They shot all, like a sprite sheet for the characters was shot. Like um, Now, what's a sprite sheet the, for, when, the, for the listener? When a character throws a punch, say, there are... 12 frames of animation i'm making all these numbers up where you see the character like rear back and punch and they took photos of real actors doing all those snapshots and then strung them together for the animation of what you're playing in the game got it they did that i think again with um all of them up through three but they like the quality of the video and the camera and stuff just kept getting better so i think two is like when it started getting pulled into Supreme Court hearings for violence in games and right. stuff, uh, seeing Sub Zero rip spines out of people, that like, was insane. Yeah, I remember that. Even yeah. as because I I was, I guess I was in junior high or mm-hmm. something when that when that I game was, came out. I was I think fourth or third or fourth too, grade. Way too young. Way too young. But that's just sitting in like. Seven Eleven. They used to go there and play video games while you drank your sixty-four <laughs> ounce Coke Slurpee and and ate a king size Butterfinger. Oh, the These are real things that I did. Yeah, the days. You mean the memories? That's correct. Oh. Um, Have you seen any fatalities from the latest Mortal Kombat? No. Is it is it insane? I want to show you some fatalities after this from the latest Mortal Kombat. Okay. I think you might shit. Is one of them involved shit? No. But Just they are so violent. So violent. Well, we're in, yeah, we're through the looking glass on violence. But at this it, point. they're CG people, now. People get murdered at stores, right? On a, on a pretty regular basis with assault weapons, and people are like, well, "Another f- shooting. What Which can we do you, about it? What are you talking about? Which one? Exactly. Yeah. No. This they're they're CG now, but 
they're taking it to such a ridiculous extreme that you can't help but laugh at it because it's so horrifying and disgusting. Like there's, it's almost so unrealistic. It's funny. Well, I, I look forward to that. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. really exciting to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I, I, it's interesting that you would say that the, your care, your favorite characters are not represented because I, I, I judging by my own criteria, mm-hmm. I actually think the movie passes that because from the original and second movie, second game, you've got you've got Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Raiden, um, uh, Kano, Sonya Blade, um, uh, Scorpion, Sub Zero, Reptile. Uh, who's Reptile? The Lizard Man, Goro, and Goro, who's what? the Forearms Man. Lizard Man. He's the guy that was like invisible. That's Reptile. That's from the game. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He you didn't. Mean, look... You mean the 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 worst CG? Yeah, yeah. In a movie, he that was the one they took the most license with because Reptile is just supposed to look like Sub Zero and Scorpion, but green. Okay. But in the movie, he's this lizard man. <laughs> but doesn't he turn? He turns into a a ninja. See, okay, so that that explains uh, something I was confused about later. Um, yeah, that's supposed to be reptile. Okay. Well. Uh, and then you've got um, Katana, who's from the second. Uh, Jax is from the second. They don't have Molina, though, who is awesome, who is Katana's sister slash palette swap. So Katana's the blue one. Molina was the pink one. And she was the one whose mouth looked like Baraka. Um, and she had size, like Raphael. Interesting. Yeah, she was like the monster version of Katana. She's not in the movie. Baraka? Yeah, he's the one with the, the blades that come out of his arms, and he's got, like, huge teeth. He's in... I believe he's in Annihilation. Okay, I don't... It, which is, like, when they brought in all the more cartoony characters, like mm. the robots, and... Oh, Jesus. It, yeah. It, like, Mortal Kombat got progressively more ridiculous, and they just started to kind of pull in everything instead of just old kung fu movies. But they, they took as much of the first two as they could with their budget i think <laughs> they're I like see. we can't have any I more see. makeup effects we spent it all on reptile and goro <clears throat> um well so then the next question that i or actually a related criteria but it's another criteria that i had was if there are any new or altered slash combined characters do they enhance the story now because that happens sometimes when they adapt a book is they'll have like two characters that they'll turn into one right, or right. or they'll they'll like that was a woman in the thing now it's a man or vice versa and so in this and do they enhance the story i think the reptile one that he didn't need to be an actual physical reptile man but he becomes like the spy and i think that is a very important like film point or plot point in this movie. I think it they could have been fine without it. Um but that's the only one I can really think that they Shang Tsung is different. Shang Tsung look Shang Tsung looks different. Totally different. Um he's a younger version of himself. But also he's in charge of the tournament. And I do not believe that that was the case in the game. He of the first game. 
he was like the person who was hosting the tournament. He, he was? was the end boss. Shao Kahn was not a character till the end of the second one. And that's who you see at the very, very, very end of the movie. Oh, okay. Is him bursting out of the... It's the like, emperor? Yeah. He's the emperor of that world. And he's like... I think Shang Tsung is technically under him in some way. But... Do you ever play Street Fighter? Street Fighter 2. Okay. So there's like loose uh, character stories with those two. And it kind of gets us like... If you sit down and try to plot it out, it doesn't ever quite the pieces don't ever quite fit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think it depends on like which part of it you want to focus on and and think is like canonical. But um, for all of the first game, Shang Tsung was the boss. Okay. So, and is, so is the premise. So the premise of this movie is that there's a tournament that's held once a generation. Is that also the plot or the premise of the game there. I don't know about the generation thing. I can't remember in the I don't game think how often there is. I think they just say they hold a tournament. I did think that was a, a good way to get into the general premise of the game to which, which is a like not a story driven game. It's just yeah. a game where people fight and murder each other. But if it's held once a generation, how did lose brother fight in it? That's the same generation. Well, but was he fighting in a tournament or was he just like fighting on like a side mission? Or what was that? <laughs> what is know. happening in that first scene? I think it's part of the tournament because the whole thing now is that Netherrealm has, or is it Netherrealm or Outworld? Outworld has won nine. Mm-hmm. And the stakes being once you win 10th, you essentially earn the right to take over. A, a neighboring realm or rival realm. Okay, so you're actually answering a question that I had in the movie, um, which was, like, what is the incentive to win? I mean, to just, I mean, is it to annihilate uh, a culture? And if so, why? What's the point? The It is a, it's like taking over new territory. So there is, like, this governing body above all this, the Elder Gods, they essentially are like, look, you guys can't all just keep taking over shit. You have to have, like, there has to be a formal way to earn the right to take over new territory. That's very sportsmanlike. Yeah, so it's like, hey, we did that, now we can invade you. So in Mortal Kombat 3, that's why everything is, like, set in the apocalypse-looking real world, is that they have finally won and are now invading Earth. Oh, okay. So that's... The whole point of the tournament is to earn the right to take over something. Okay, so one of my criteria, (laughs) again, was is the original plot or premise faithfully portrayed? Yes. I I would say yes as well. In that there's hardly one? Yeah, well, in (laughs) in that you figure out a way for two people to be fighting each other. I... I remember watching this movie for the first time. I I don't know why this has like stayed in my memory so much. I was visiting my aunt in Texas and I had a uh, a broken arm as I had mentioned previous. I rented Mortal Kombat on VHS tape mm-hmm. and watched it in my aunt's bedroom because that's where the VCR was. Weird. And had root beer for the first time. Oh, I think we all remember our first root yeah. beer. And I watched it 
probably 10 times before I had to take it back. Now, is that because you were jacked up on the sugar from the root beer? Everything was perfect. It was it was the movie. It was like seeing these. I'm like, yeah, they're fighting just like I want them to. That's right. And it was like, I, I've, I've not really when had. When a boy it. becomes a man. <laughs> no, it's just like it delivered exactly what I wanted it sure. to without any of the, uh, without them worrying too hard about whether or not it was a good film. It was just like, hey, we know why you're here. Let's let's get to this stuff as quick as possible. I'm like, yeah, none I of mean, the boring parts. They they get them to that tournament so quickly. Yeah, I mean, it, it does it, it like it it's it's crazy, especially like getting Sonya Blade on that ship. That that's totally insane. Where she just runs onto some ghost ship. Yeah, right. <laughs> By they herself, all, they all board this mystical pirate ship nobody has any questions yeah. nobody's like what the fuck well, is this ship i feel like johnny cage was a little bit he's like okay like he's he's the only one there who's like this is pretty fucking dumb but he just kind of goes along because he wants to be like the best so bad can we talk about johnny cage Absolutely. for a second as many as much as we possibly can so johnny cage he 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 i think he shares a lot of dna with um the Don Johnson character from G.I. Joe the movie. He's kind of sexist. Mm-hmm. He's absolutely racist where he he thinks that Liu Kang is like the hell. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I love that he just throws the suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, that's real good. Uh, and and then also he... They, they really... I, I'd love to know the behind the scenes of this movie because to me it's so obvious they're like this guy's the next Bruce Willis. <laughs> like, he's got the goods with the fighting. Uh-huh. He's white. He's brunette. That's a really big, big uh, and qualifier. And he's really funny. Like, this guy, <laughs> it, he's, it, like, every line he says is some attempted wisecrack. A quirk. And they, to me... They almost all fail. Like almost everything he says falls flat on its face and is not good because it's hard to be Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis is a, that's a very specific talent to be Bruce Willis. But don't, isn't his character that he does, that it does fall on its face so much? Isn't it? You're just like, oh man, this is a piece of shit. I don't. I think you're supposed to laugh yeah. at, at most of what he says, like and face value. Like it's yeah, like to, mm. oh man, that's funny. Man, look at that like, guy. And I hate that they do that in movies where it like it's big movies and television too, where where they just think everybody needs to be quippy. Yeah, and I, it really bothers me because it's. Not, I mean, not that anything is realistic about Mortal Kombat, <laughs> but if for that's some like why reason, I can't watch Sorkin stuff. Everyone's immediately like snarky in a way that's been written f- like in stewed over for hours before they actually say the words. I, I mean, I can see that. I, I happen to really like his pattern. Mm. Um, and I even came, have come to like, um, like, uh, Amy Sherman Palladino's pattern with Gilmore girls and, and even better marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I haven't seen either. Um, but, but there's there, just there something about the uh, Sub Zero is in Yay. both of them. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, I'll check that out then. It's the Mazel verse. Sub <laughs> Sub Zero is really the the main character. It's what um, he's doing when he's not in the tournament. That's right. Yeah. Um. So Chinese yeah. Ninja Warrior. So they they get us they get us into these characters so quickly, 
Um, How good is Johnny Cage's intro, though? It's pretty good. He's fighting. You're like, oh, man, shit, this is a fight. And then he's like, this is where you fall down. And then the dude does this awesome, like, fling back. You're like, Mm mm-hmm. That's that's pretty fun. I did. I it was it was a clever way to get in there. Yeah. Um. And also to to jam in that fake Steven Spielberg. <laughs> um. But so I wanted to talk a little bit about Liu Kang when he goes to the monks, the Order of Life. Now, why are all these monks so? Why do they believe in a violent fighting tournament? Because isn't part of being a monk like peace and nonviolence, and they're like and this, making beer. And stuff. Is that a thing about monks? Trappists? Oh, I don't know. Is My that, ass. Is that all monks? Oh, wow. That's a uh, reference to Lodge 40, <laughs> season one of Lodge 49. Um, it's now I have a board game called Heaven and Ale. It's about monks who make beer, and it's one of my favorites. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you obviously don't have an answer to that question. I but, don't. But, but, but then do you have an answer to... My answer to that question is I don't think that the this monk society thing is really brought up in the game is raiden a god a white man in the game yes i think his eyes are white why do the china i didn't ask about his eyes They're i white. asked about his skin well you see like it's it's like a mask over his eyes with his white in them and all you can see is the mouth there's been several Raidens at this point, but look look up Mortal Kombat 1 Raiden. I just Googled, is Raiden white? <laughs> he has electricity pulsing across his body. He has glowing white eyes. All right, well, it's inconclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do these Chinese monks bow down to this white man who shows up in a farmer's hat? Because he's a god. He's go- he's Lord Raiden. He's the thunder god. Thor is the thunder god. Yeah, Raiden. That's what I said. He's a god. He's not just some dude with powers. You're really into that. He's a god. He's a god, Chris. Lambert. Christopher. Yeah, also, why is it Christopher <laughs> Lambert? You mean he doesn't really do much? He talks like this. He's, and uh, except that when he's introduced, his voice is like Reverb City. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like he's in a canyon, and he hasn't cleared his throat for seventy years. That's a really good Christopher Lambert impression, <laughs> like a startlingly good Lambert. Um, I've seen Mortal Kombat a couple times. Uh, I, I did say I wish I could leave a room like Raiden, just disappear into lightning. Like <laughs> yeah. that's not all I've ever. Um, also, can we talk about Christopher Lambert's wig? It is hands down one of the worst <laughs> wigs I've ever seen. You can see the roots of his real hair. You can see where the wig connects to his skin. Well, this is before HD. Who is paying for all of these boats? <laughs> Those what, boats what, have always existed. What are the economics of this tournament? Look, in the Outworld and in the Nether Realm and in Hell World or whatever the other ones are called, they have slaves still. They just have them make the boats. That's fair. They do, and I'm. I, it sounds like I'm being a turd. No, no, that <laughs> sounds right. That sounds right. Um, so okay, indentured servants still. Another qu- criteria that I had was if there are any deviations from the source material, are they for the better? Mm. 
I Liu Kang's whole brother thing, I don't think that's a super thin reason to get him in and to care. I agree. I don't love that reason, considering going into the movie, you're expecting Liu Kang to be like the hero, the main dude. And they're, if you're looking at the characters, there really doesn't seem to be one when you're starting because it's Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Sonya, right, and then and Raiden all, who can't fight in the tournament, and and they all like they they don't know it, but they've de- it's somebody decided that they're on Raiden's team, right? They're they're fighting for Earth Realm, right, on behalf of Earth Realm, just because that's where they come from. So. Even even though Kano does too, but he's somehow still a bad guy. I, I don't know why that happens other than that's how they got Sonya there. And the whole reason that they wanted Sonya to come is not great. I'm actually not clear why they wanted her there. They, they wanted were just her. like, we need her there. They wanted her there because Shang Tsung is like, look, I can beat Sonya. So let's get Kano here to get Sonya here so that I can win the tournament by beating Sonya. But Sonya does not seem like much of an adversary. First of all, exactly. She's not in great shape. Exactly. She's not in like, I will. The one thing I'll say is it was kind of refreshing since we're currently in this era of like roided out superheroes. Like none of our heroes were really all that built. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're in better shape than I am certainly, but not, nobody was like a muscle bound. No one's the rock. Yeah. No one's pain and gain. Or yeah, or Chris Evans or right. uh anybody in a Except Marvel Goro. movie. Goro's ripped. Oh, uh, well we'll get to Goro. Four times ripped. We will definitely get to Prince Goro when we get there. <laughs> I fucking love Goro. Um <laughs> So we're we're almost we're about to get to Goro on my on my thing here. Uh-huh. Um when they get to this crazy fortress, which couldn't possibly exist, Johnny Cage wisecracks, can't to, can't wait to see what the bathrooms look like. <laughs> That's not funny. I want to see what the bathrooms look like. What if it's a giant like skull with a mouth open? It's got to be like a giant mouth you crap in or something, right? Do you know that Virgin Airlines... Oh, give it to me. Oh, gross. Oh. Virgin Airlines at one point, they 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 redesigned their urinals on a bathroom, on a plane. Like, oh, no, I think it was in like a VIP lounge. Mm. And the urinals were an open woman's mouth. <laughs> what? And uh, I know this may surprise you, but there were some complaints. What? And they... How did women get in I there? I don't understand how that made it through the number of people who would have to approve it. And then make it? Yeah, and then put it out there and then be like, oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, this is terrible. What were we thinking? Well, they they should have evened it out by making the ladies' restroom mouth or dude's mouth thick and dump in. Oh, gross. Equal opportunity. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, sexism is alive. And um, well... So okay, so we're in there and we meet. Oh, okay. So I, I was, a little, I was uh, before we kind of go off of off it. Um, would you say the deviations from the source material have made it better? No, I don't think they made it better. I just think they make it different. I, I, 
I think they've added things because those parts aren't necessarily there in the first two games. Right. So they're trying to jam motivation in yeah. that doesn't necessarily exist. That doesn't kind of, I mean, this is, it's kind of a weird uh, source material to, to go from because the game itself is is not a story driven game. Right. There's it's just one there's fighting. Two to three screens of text after you win the game with a character. The the Sonya motivation and the Johnny Cage motivation are pretty dead on. Johnny Cage is essentially just like wants to prove that he's like legit as well as being like a good actor. But he's that's like, not what happened in the movie. It's not? He in the movie his master shows up in quotes, who is and yeah. says you got to go to this thing, and he's like to prove right. that he's great, though, right? To pr- like, I mean, I guess his ego is involved in everything, I'm but sorry, he, okay. I, I guess his ego is involved in everything, but he, he only does it because his master, in quotes, who turns out to be um, Shang Tsung in disguise, uh, tells him to do it, and he's like, "Well, do whatever you say, master." I guess I'll just upend my life and just leave the production of this movie that Steven Spielberg is directing. That's probably breaking some sort of contract. Oh yeah, no, it, it, he's he's really fucking himself <laughs> career financially, yeah, professionally, yeah. Um, so okay, so okay, so we get into there and we meet Princess Katana, who, as we established already, is from the second game. Uh, and then Prince Goro. Now they aren't prince and princess, right? No, yeah, yeah. Very confusing. That's a real. Why do they have to call them that? I think it, it's something about Shao Kahn having taken over a realm, took the two daughters as his own, sort of like Thanos, from what I gather, how he did with uh, Green Lady, Gamora. I, I haven't seen the Avengers movies, but, but you've I seen trust you. Guardians of the Galaxy. Have I? I don't know. I have. Taser faces. Yeah, Taser face. Uh, the green one in that. Yeah, Gamora. And the blue one in that. Sure. Nebula. Okay. Are like Thanos's quote daughters, just like Katana and Melina are Shao Kahn's quote unquote daughters. Got it. So they Shao Kahn being King Shao Kahn or whatever, she's a princess. Goro, I believe, is a prince of a different realm, but I could be very wrong about they that. They definitely don't seem related. They are not. Um, or they are not together as well. And I will also say, Goro... Dope name. Yes. Interesting design. And I thought it was it was also in this era of nowadays where we have CG, where you can have photorealistic CG and characters... Uh, I thought it was very interesting to see a an animatronic mm, mm-hmm. and human uh, character. Yeah, and at first, <laughs> so until you see him start to like move and try to yes, act. <laughs> and try to fight. Yeah, yeah, and it's so hilarious. <laughs> yes, when you're when you're when you're trying to fight and you're losing to this guy who's virtually immobile. He, he can't move. He can barely move. And he wins just by punching someone hard. Yeah, it's 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 pretty embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's a good-looking Goro. It's cool. As far as Goros go. It's cool, yeah. He's my favorite Goro. I wanted uh, to get a Halloween costume when I was young where I had... I was in, like, a Goro suit, and then there was fishing lines that, like, held up the other two arms below. 
<laughs> so you could move them? So I could move all four arms. That'd be same. awesome. Yeah, it's super good. I should still do that. I think you should. I think Halloween's coming up. Yeah. Um, the boys I, can be barracas. So I wrote, man, these dudes can't wait to fight. Like right away, they just, these like actually super ripped dudes, like pulling up tables and they start fighting. And and growl like tigers or something for no reason. Yeah. Uh, and then I wrote, okay, why do bad guys in movies say their evil plot out loud so that our heroes can hear it? Can I, mean, I understand... I mean, it's very lazy from a writing perspective, yeah. but it you're telling really me the person me. who wrote Mortal Kombat didn't have their heart in it. I like that you think. I like you think that one person wrote this movie, <laughs> and it wasn't like a committee of people who touched who, it and who then were quit. Try, who were who were in the middle of building pools in their backyard. And you're were right. Like, Fuck. We got. I got. And we. This is going over budget. Like we need more money. Okay, hang on. I guess I have to go. <laughs> do a polish on mortal combat <laughs> they're making a new mortal combat movie of course i bet are. it's gonna be dope because like i'm i'll bet you do i bet it's gonna be dope the the three most recent games have actually had if you're a fan of like their ridiculous lore pretty awesome story modes where like you'll you'll start the story they'll do a scene and then it'll like seamlessly transition into a fight so that you're you're progressing the story by doing these matches where it picks who you're going to play as. And then when the fight's over, it like goes back into the story and they have probably That's like cool. eight hour long story modes uh, across these last three games. And I just beat the, the most recent one and it's, they're super fun because I think they finally hit the right mix of how serious they take themselves. So Joey, yes. Now I have a question for you. So you just beat a brand new game that has a eight hour story mode. Yes. You have two twin children Mm -hmm. and a full time job. Mm -hmm. And you also have a podcast network Mm -hmm. of all these other shows. Mm -hmm. What? How are you doing this? When, When are you playing this game? How do you have the time to play games? Uh, I don't have barely have time to do my laundry. Sometimes. I don't go anywhere. I only do the things you've listed. That's a lot of things. <laughs> we record for like two hours, and then I I listen to them. We edit them. I, I check them. I don't really edit them. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, I'm in trouble. I I check them and put the the front and back on it, and that's about the it. throaty back end. The if throaty you will. back end. Um. All Arf. right. Uh, okay, so now we're 39 minutes into the movie, and guess and what? And 39 minutes into the show. Is that true? Yeah. Wow. Well, minute for minute. Yeah, we're going to go, uh, we're going to do a full 100 could, minutes on this movie. You could have watched the movie. Yeah, or not. Um, so at the 39 minute mark, guess what happens? A fight? Yes, but the song we wanted to hear <laughs> plays for a second time. Yeah. Makes its second appearance. Uh-huh. The the thing the song the thing that's more famous than this movie kind of is yeah. the is that song now okay did uh, as uh, did that song make its way ever into the game no interesting it's never been in the game the closest they've that the game has come to acknowledge in this movie is is by this bringing year that, by yeah. bringing that actor back in and it's been like 20 years that is crazy yeah wait it's been like 25 years Whoa. yikes wait th- 94, right? I don't remember. I was 90. 
That's five? probably not right. Fact check. Okay, 95. 95. So, okay, so next year is going to be the 25th. 25th anniversary. I hope they do a special release. Oh, God. So so we get that song, and we also finally get to see our heroes fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and but that's so, just with nameless goons. Yes. That's not why you're there. Correct. You're here for, like, the awesome power Character on character, yeah. yeah. Not nameless goon. So... Even though they've this is what I wrote down, even though they've stated it several times, I'm a little unclear what the stakes are. I mean, they've like <laughs> said it out loud, and I'm still like, so if they lose, does our reality get destroyed? You've kind of already explained that, mm-hmm. and why? Who benefits from that? I don't know why they want Earth Realm. Just evil. Just because Conquest. it's something they don't have. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, so at this point, this is the first time we hear... So this, so uh, Shang Tsung says, your soul is mine, and he kills a guy and goes, fatality. <laughs> to the so thing he did. You can check, you can check that off yep. of oh, the, the other, the, other that other thing. Do you, you don't just announce things you do after you do them? Like, dump. Oh, God. <laughs> or like, sandwich. Eat. Ate. <laughs> I ate. <laughs> Uh, finished sandwich. Finished um, sandwich. Speaking of, speaking of which, so then, so say so yeah, I wrote really jammed in there, but they got them in, and then Sonya uh, fights Kano, and and I think it was Shang Tsung who says finish him. That's from <laughs> yeah. The there game. you go. That was a good use of it though, because that's exactly when it would happen mm-hmm. towards yeah. the end of a fight. No, I, no, it was. I think that was it was it was appropriate. It was accurate to the source material. But that fight was mega lame. She's not a fighter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bridget and um, what, whatever Billy the act- Madison's girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, she by girlfriend you mean teacher? I mean, what is happening in that movie? Girlfriend, teacher, teacher, girlfriend. Um, Hot for teacher. So at this at this point, it, it did it did start becoming like one fight after mm-hmm. another, which was I thought very appropriate to the game. The the Kano Sonya fight is where you fast forward to when you're watching it to just get to the meat. I see. Everything before that, mm. that's the Atkins way to watch it. You just get right to, <laughs> get the, to meat. the meat. Because um, then Scorpion attacks um, with his weird scorp hand. He attacks Johnny Cage in the in the trees. So this is... And then they transport to a spider cave? That's hell. I'm pretty sure they go to hell. Oh, okay. Through there, but... With with like rafters and stuff, or mm-hmm. what? What are those things? Scaffolding. Mm-hmm. The the thing of the spear being like a living creature deal that snakes out of his palm. Yeah, is that from the game? I don't think that's from the game. I think he has a spear. <laughs> who he is actually a demon. He's actually like a, a a guy who went to hell and is now back and fighting, but he does not have a reptile looking spear that comes out of his hand. That is a movie movie take on that. I don't think it necessarily makes it better. I don't think it makes it worse. It makes it weird. It's super weird. Don't I and think it's that, bad CG also because it's, it's early days. On VHS it looked pretty good. <laughs> but it did not <laughs> look good in what we were looking at. The the thing that always bothered me about that spear is thinking where the rope was. Cause like the face thing 
comes out of the palm. Mm -hmm. And then in my head, I'm like, oh, the rope is like all the way up his arm, like into his back or something. And when you throw that, it was like if you accidentally like get some hair in your throat and you like pull it out or like a long spaghetti noodle, just like feeling the the whole thing slide its way out of your body. Like it has to be so uncomfortable and weird. That's the thing that bothers me about the palm thing, the palm snake the most, but the reality of it. Yes. Like if you had it. Yeah. I mean, and also, and then when you, when you put it, wouldn't it feel uncomfortable going back in all the time, retracting back up into your body? Yeah. Well, cause like in the game, in the game, when he shoots it at you, if he misses, it just shoots off the screen. So he's not like in the game getting it and then like sucking it back in, you know, right. he just has those spears. Right. So I don't know the logistics of reinserting your arm spear. I don't think they ever really get into it because he throws it like the one time and when it doesn't work, it's like, well, shit, I'll tear off my face <laughs> um, as, as we all do. Yeah, that's, that's a classic move. Yeah. Um, so I, here I wrote when they transported to that spider cave, which you are claiming is hell. Mm-hmm. I said they're going out of their way to include different fighting environments like the game. Mm-hmm. And it makes just as much sense here as it does there. <laughs> I, so yeah, I guess yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I was disappointed the trees in the woods didn't have faces because that's part of uh, a level in two that is very iconic. That, that seems like it would be beyond the technology at the time but just they they rarely like moved there was like one or two in the game that moved and he they would just be like and that's all you need you could just have like faces on the trees like makeup faces all over these trees and it would have been fine they don't need to move i forget what they're called it's like the something woods the forgotten woods or something like that are you looking up face trees? No, I was, I was, I suddenly was curious about the cast of the, of the new movie. Of the new, new Mortal Kombat? Yeah. And there's nobody famous in it. No, I, they've, they've cast a couple people there, but they're not talking about it too much. Weird. I hope they spend money on it. Did you ever see that short they made that they eventually gave the dude money to make that Mortal Kombat legacy thing? It was like the gritty realistic trailer trailer short that they did before. I never saw it I know what you're t- oh yeah I saw some of it I know what you're talking about it was in that era where like Dan Trachtenberg did his portal fan film and it was people making short fan films to do their own kind of thing mm-hmm. the, he took like all of the weird supernatural shit about Mortal Kombat and kind of turned it into a more gritty realistic thing of like Baraka was a dude who like shoved like metal bits into himself and stuff is very seven E interesting, I, which I was like pumped if that's what legacy was. But then like when they gave him money and of course got the real people involved, like, no, you should probably like tell our, our lore or whatever. Yeah. They're like, look, someday somebody's going to do a show called rubric and we got to make sure <laughs> they follow it, it, it the, here's. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So this actually is a question. So you, and I, and I did look it up, but you, and you've also said it here on the podcast that Scorpion is, is a demon or a person who had died and gone to hell. And, um, that's why he has a skeleton face. Yeah. That can breathe fire. That's stupid. <laughs> I feel like his skeleton face was so dumb. That was so stupid. Uh, is that wrong. in the game? Yes. He has a skeleton face. He tears off his face and can torture you with skeleton face. Yes. I don't remember that. He, uh, uh, 
him and Sub-Zero are mortal enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, depending on which game and lore you follow, they essentially had been rivals for a long time and Sub-Zero eventually kills him and he's like essentially sells his soul to come back and try to fight him. Mm. But the reason they're both kind of just standing there, he's like, mortal adversaries under my control or whatever. So he's essentially right. like, you're not going to get the fight you're all here for. But they're both here. Right. So you're welcome, everybody. <laughs> we have to kill both of them because they're both the bad guys. Yeah. But they're like if they're like if uh, you don't know G.I. Joe, so never mind. It's like I'm, Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow were, were kind of had a similar uh, dynamic. As Cobra. As, Cobra. We're going to do that every episode, probably. <laughs> I like that Until I can do that. Until the day we die. And no matter what you're doing, you will immediately stop and say, Cobra! Absolutely. Like you, can't, you can't not do it. Um, all right. So I, I do have a real question. Sure. What are the women doing in this movie? Uh, uh, which ones? Any of them. Because Sonya has that lame fight, and then Katana has kind of a lame fight, but then all she's doing is like giving him advice. She's not technically a participant in the tournament. She. The, How do you know that? Does somebody say that? I, I think so. She's like, as a member of the whatever, I can't fight, I think. But the, the big thing being is she's more a prisoner and is trying to help Earthrealm win. So why would why would Shang Tsung open himself up to a liability like that by even exposing Liu Kang to her when she has all that information? And by all that, I mean all the information that he needs <laughs> to punch Goro in the nuts to to beat every to beat every adversary that he comes in in contact with. Well, you know. I don't know. He kills Sub-Zero by, which that was pretty cool. The freezing thing? Yeah, I liked that. That was Liu Kang, though. That was Liu Kang killed him, right? Yeah. I thought you said but, Johnny Cage. But, but Katana, maybe I did. But but uh, I meant Liu Kang if I did. Mm. And uh, I think history will show that I didn't, <laughs> that I was correct. You probably were. Uh, but who knows? Uh, I don't, I don't, I, I, I hold no claim over my words. Mm-hmm. But um, no one will ever know. We'll never be able but to know. It's because not only did she tell him and then in the very next scene, he he ended up doing it. But she shows up and she just kind of looks at him and, and like, yeah, you hear her advice again. <laughs> and he's like, of course, water. And then he throws it in there. And I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, and uh and then there's a montage of just a bunch of dudes we've never seen before falling to the ground. To, to Goro. It's that real, was bad. It's real bad. That's embarrassing. They That's, can't show Goro moving because it costs too much money. He can't move at all. And he can't move. Yeah, I suppose I mean, it's also the thing. It's hilarious watching Goro fight since he's a complicated animatronic <laughs> character who can barely move. Uh, okay, Very top heavy. Is he the one who said time to die? And is that a line? Somebody said time to die because I wrote it down in all caps. Time to die. And then I, he smashes him. Yeah, I think that's down. right. And is no, that from the game? I don't think so. Not that I can think of. So, if it is, it's not like a famous line. Got it. So then Johnny kills Goro. Bummer. Um, this That's the problem with this. Super un, yeah, anticlimactic. It, it's the problem with this and then going into Annihilation 
is the game, everyone gets murdered in horrible ways every match, but they're still there. Yeah, you can play them again. Yeah. Because there are no consequences. Right. Even in the story version? Uh, Well, in the story mode, because it's selecting who you're playing as, like you won't play those characters again, but then you go to like the versus mode or whatever, arcade mode. You can just play the same ones over and over again. You can play against yourself and destroy yourself and then keep playing. The problem is they haven't thought of like a fun meta way for a reason to keep bringing people back to life, like a Russian doll. They need to mix the Russian doll with... Oh, that's a cool idea. You know what I mean? Like, we we acknowledge that we need this violence, but there needs to be a reason that everyone can still be in the movie because if you get rid of Scorpion and Sub-Zero, that's like 90% of what people recognize from Mortal Kombat. Absolutely. So I think the new version, I hope they have some way to like get around that and give people like the, the cheesy gore of it, but without having to basically, I want a, uh, uh, an MKU that I don't want to like hurt the MKU, the mortal Com- the MKCU probably mortal Kombat cinematic universe. CU, sorry. I'm, I was just, it would actually probably be, uh, MKK. MKK. Yeah. So it's kid cinematic, cinematic with a K. Um, just like combat. They also are hilariously dedicated to making all C's K's in the game. Like even in menus, it's real good. <laughs> Still? Still. It's like they've tripled down on it. Um, can you explain to me what is happening when Shang Tsung takes Sonya to another realm? What was that? This is why didn't he to... just do that initially? Uh, you know, uh, Shang Tsung. Okay, here. This is the part of the movie that has aged the worst. In that the entire thing is based on sexism. In that he can totally destroy Sonya because she is a woman. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why he had to put her in a new outfit to do that. But you know, yeah, that's cool, I guess. But also, he wasn't fighting her. She was just like a prisoner. Until the, she was just until a the match, distress. he had to wait for the match, you know, the tournament. I mean, these rules are really holding them back. Yeah. I feel like. And also, uh, it's weird that that is why she's there. <laughs> Still. She's just to be a damsel in distress. She's, she's just... She's meant to be weaker than Liu Kang. Yeah, that's Cage. lame. That's lame. Um. So then, all right, so then Liu Kang, I wrote, I didn't understand that rep that reptile was a character mm-hmm. i wrote uh Liu kang fights gargoyle who turns into sub-zero <laughs> who then turns into bugs i that is the oogie boogie whatever yeah. of him that's a different thing i don't know what that is like why is it when people die in movies or that like monsters they just suddenly it's just bugs so they were bugs the whole time i don't think so they were like I, a flesh sack of bugs i don't know what what that is and also that they indic- or like they think that uh there's one of them in particular that is like the main one cuz he steps on just that one I don't like I don't know if Nightmare Before Christmas had already been out at this time, but that is not at all something from the game. Right. Um Reptile's design goes back and forth between regular looking ninja that can turn invisible and ninja man. Or I mean a uh, reptile man thing. It. So 
He he can like scorpion can tear off his face and be a skull. He can like open his face up and has like a lizard mouth. Now I see. Yeah. It makes total sense now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's totally yeah, I wish I had thought about it earlier. Uh-huh. Um so okay, so again Katana lays out what Lou is going to face. Uh we hear the theme song a third time. Fuck yeah, we do. Uh and then uh credits. They create new mythology. I th- I thought they were creating new mythology for Shang Tsung a little bit. New mythology for Shang Tsung. In that he there, oh, he let all the souls out of yeah. him and stuff. He does stay young and gets his power from absorbing the souls of other people. So Shang Tsung has never, I feel like, never really died in the canon of this thing. So I don't know if they would all spill out like that. But he essentially eats souls to stay young and in power. So that was just a way to bring back Liu Kang's right brother be like, It's cool. See you in heaven. See, see you wherever I'm going. Bye. So yeah, and then it, the movie pretty much ends after a flawless victory. Um, and I just yeah, what is the point of the the female fighters? The only person who really made a difference was Liu Kang. And um, yeah, and is is part of your adaptation criteria that only the male fighters do anything? No, yeah, it, it was very specific. It was about male fighters. fighters. <laughs> um, so there are a couple other criteria. Uh, was at w- at least one specific scene or moment from the source material brought to life in a way that excited you? Um, I think the falling on the spikes is with Shang Tsung's death. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, there's a bridge level where you do fall on spikes. So while it is less gory in the movie than it is in the game, that is a very specific moment. And that excited you. And it excited me. Seeing Scorpion throw a spear, even though I'm like, oh, I didn't know it was, you know, being a kid. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, obviously the movie knows what's up. Like, <laughs> I didn't know it was a lizard thing in his hand, but it's cool to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was excited and then less excited and then excited again seeing Sub-Zero <laughs> use his power and then realizing how long it took him to charge it up, which was forever. <laughs> um, when in the game, he just goes like... <laughs> And yeah. it sprays ice stuff. Um, but it was cool to see the powers. I was the most disappointed because <laughs> Goro is the boss of the first game. Mm. Um, and I thought he should have done way cooler shit. He was a terrible adversary. <laughs> He's terrible. And um, I mean, Johnny Cage's move is to punch people in the nuts. I, I just, I don't know. I guess it's funny that that's the way he takes them out. But um they they hit on a lot of the things, the fatality, the finish him, that I think being 10 or whatever I was at the time was just enough that I'm like, yeah, yeah, they got it. They nailed it. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Um, was there at least one moment in the movie that surprised you in a good way? Because you know the source material, in this case the game. Was there anything in the movie that surprised you? I think the surprises may have all been negative in that they, I was surprised that they killed as many off as they did. Like Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Goro, Shang Tsung, like all of the bad guys mm-hmm. are now dead mm-hmm. and they have to, they don't have to, but they're going to make another movie. Well, it's interesting because that final scene seemed very tacked on mm-hmm. and then that they suddenly set it up with a sequel, like, here we go. Like, and then the movie ends. Yeah. 
Yeah. Here we go again. Yeah. Just like the end of Mario Brothers. Daisy comes back. She's like, I need you guys to come back with me. Shit's fucked. And then the end? The end. That De- was like a way to Dennis end movies Hopper. in the night. Yeah, Dennis Hopper as King Koopa. That's how you end movies in the 90s. Like, hey, your story's over, but oh shit. Yeah, there's another story beginning. <clears throat> come back after this message. these messages. Um, okay, so that, I would say it failed in that particular one. That's and then, fair. does the movie enhance your nostalgia for the original source material? There is, even though it is totally false, there is no way to not get pumped about Mortal Kombat hearing the Mortal Kombat song. There is no way, even though they are not related, other than they share a namesake and sound effects, that song has never been in the game, but it makes me love the game. Well, Joey, I have to tell you, looking back at my criteria, it's a squeaker. <laughs> really? Is it but super it, close? But it passed the, it passed the test. Nice. It, it, it definitely checked more boxes than it didn't. Okay. And uh, That's good. It w- it your, been a- your film has passed. Okay, good. Uh, man, I need to watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation now. Cause I, don't, I, I don't know that you do. As I was telling you before this show... They pick up exactly where the first one leaves off. Right. And then kill Johnny Cage immediately. Uh, Christopher Lambert is no longer in it, but Raiden is. What? There's a, another actor? There, a fake Lambert Oof. is there. And also, they basically just went to like a dollar store to make all the robots and other things that are now in the oh, movie. God. That are the more fantastic. It's like... They finally are like, look, let's bring all the crazy shit from Mortal Kombat into the movie, but we don't have the budget of the first movie at all. (laughs) So um, all I remember is I was like maybe 12, 13, sitting in a theater, and it was like one of the first times where I'm like, woof. Like as a kid, Mm -hmm. every movie's good, but this one I was like, yikes, movies can be bad. Yeah, movies I'm this pumped about. Yeah. Like, it's coming out Friday. We're going to go see it Friday. And then Friday hits, and it's not at the movie theater in my hometown because it's, like, so not important. Right. Like, oh, no, what's happening? So that was the day you learned that things don't always work out. And things can and disappoint that you. eventually we all die. Exactly. Man, that's a big day. Yeah, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, you learn things. Um well, I hope this was fun. What uh so what are we what what's the category for next time? So for next time, I wanted to uh get into one of my favorite genres of film, which uh, is horror. So for my category, I have called it Don't Go In There brackets. Please go in there. So this is movies that revel in the the destroying of their cast that in the the campy violence that is fun that is um you don't really care if people make it because that's that's why you're there just to kind of see uh an old-fashioned kill em up kill em up so don't go in there please go in please there. go in there yeah Okay. So I'm all on that. I'm Don't tell me about movie. it. I won't. And uh, if you have ideas, please submit them to us somewhere on the internet. Yeah. Uh, there is a, a rubric section on Explosive Magico. I will get the rubric 
solo podcast feed up, but you can also find this on the Criterion one and the Explosive Magical one in the meantime. And also let us know your own rad adaptations. Or if you think that we, uh, if, if we're wrong about Mortal Kombat, yeah. Uh, if you if you have any counterpoints, yeah, we want to hear about it. Yeah, let us we'll, know. And we'll talk. Maybe we'll talk about it on the next podcast. And if there's any uh, category ideas too, feel free to submit them, and I'll hold them for myself and pass them off oh, as my you own. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see you next time. For don't go in there. Please go in. Please go in there. All right. Thanks a lot for listening. I've been Criterion, not Joey. And I'm just Chris McCaleb. Bye.